4: Hello and welcome to episode 175 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Monday, everyone. I don't know about you, but I had a fantastic weekend. And guess what? I do know about you. You had a good weekend, too. Because all of the foundational plays, not all of them, but a great majority of foundational plays that we talked about, guys, being sharp, being contrarian, being with the pros, being with the house, against the average Joes, beating the closing number, grinding. It was a great weekend for all that we talked about, guys. Um, so, yeah, last time I saw you Friday, guys, uh, we are getting ready for a huge weekend ahead. How about college football uh, on Saturday? And I want to thank everyone who has been tuning into the Lombardi line. Remember, if you like betting football, you got to tune into the Lombardi line, streamed live on VEASAN, also on Nessen in New England and Marquee in Chicago. Uh, we talked about a p- bunch of sharp plays on the Lombardi line. Remember, it's 10 a.m. Eastern to noon on Saturday, Sunday. Uh, but great hits in college. Uh, Texas A&M was a uh, Hall of Fame play. I know a bunch of you guys are on it. Mind to uh, sign up for the newsletter, vsun.com slash newsletter, because I'll break down all these games when you're waking up getting your coffee and your cereal and your bacon and eggs, and you can uh, hopefully beat some closing numbers. But Texas A&M was sharp as a tack. Uh, six, pretty much line freeze. Even fell to five and a half at a couple points. Was able to beat Texas A&M. Uh, was able to beat Florida straight up. Aggies, baby. Uh, massive hit. Oklahoma. Another great one. That was a Fade the Trendy Dog. That was a uh, teachable moment where Oklahoma was uh, unranked and yet they were favored. So why on earth would Texas be unranked and getting points? Anytime you see that happen, uh, good signal there that you should, uh, your bunny ears should come up and you should say, man, there's something wrong. There's something off here. Public says, give me the ranked team and the points, but you got to ask yourself, why is the ranked team getting points? Uh, so Oklahoma, that was a thriller. I was out doing some errands with my girlfriend and uh, trying to stat track and it's like one overtime, two overtime, three overtimes. It's like a s- epic sweat. Uh, but Oklahoma did cash the minus 2.5, which was fantastic. NC State walking into UVA and rolling. NC State plus 7.5, another sharp play uh, with the reverse line move in their favor. The Dukies uh, going to Syracuse. Had them on the money line, 38-24. And that was a uh, public on Cuse, but Duke became more of a favorite. Uh, couldn't get Tennessee at Georgia. They hung tough, then got blown out. Um, and then Iowa State had them uh, lay in the 13-and-a-half. They, they beat Texas Tech by 16. Uh, then Saturday night, and again, guys, we're going to stretch our legs a little bit today because it's a re-entry Monday. Uh, we do have Monday Night Football, a really sharp play I want to talk about with Chargers uh, and, uh, and the Saints, both spread and uh, and total here. We also have two Major League Baseball playoff games. I have a series uh, price that I want to get down on uh, and talk to you guys about. we got Tampa Bay, Houston, Dodgers, Atlanta. We're also going to go over the entire NFL board Um, but I just want to do a quick recap of the whole weekend because I think there's teachable moments and things that uh, we can reminisce about a little bit and use to our advantage as we move forward Uh, but how about UFC who was sweating some UFC with me on Saturday night because uh, it's funny you know it's always funny because I do the pod and you know I put a lot of um, you know effort into it. I take it very seriously but I don't know what you guys remember and what you don't hopefully you remember everything but uh, I had so many people at around midnight I would say on Saturday night, um, direct message me on Twitter at Josh underscore insights and tell, and it was the funny thing is, so we talked about three plays in the UFC. And again, my goal is to, you know, we want to be sharp sports bettors across all sports. We want to, um, the more sports that we can have an edge on that we can get down on, the more money we can make. So I always love sprinkling in some UFC because I enjoy it. I told you guys before I fell in love with it during the pandemic when there was like nothing else going on. And. I was able to learn from my guy Gamble and Lou and uh, watch, you know, fighting on my own and kind of pick up a few things. Uh, but we talked about with UFC, Corey Sandhagen uh, and Duplessis, Drikas Duplessis and Barbosa, our guy from Brazil, Edson Barbosa, all sharp plays, all one, 3-0. and I even had some guys uh, direct message me and say, uh, I, know you're not, I know you're against parlays and don't be mad at me, but I parlayed all three and cashed huge. So congrats. <laughs> I, I did not parlay them. I bet them individually. Uh, but I love sweating UFC guys I don't know if anyone uh, had uh, Tom uh, Aspinall this guy was crazy. I took the under there which was nice. Um, I took the over for Rothwell and Tibera these two huge heavyweights it was like watching two grizzly bears beat the heck out of each other I don't know how it, it, it lasted but I hit the over uh, which was fantastic um, and I also took a uh, where I have an over with zalal and Toporia uh, which was another sweat and a half but uh, long story short guys. Uh, number one, if you're not getting points for weekly and reading my guy, Gamble and Lose Breakdowns, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Um, also, Saturday nights are just fun to sweat the bouts. I, I, I really love it. But get points for weekly. Get Gamble and Lose Breakdowns. He was all over Sandhagen. Um, but what I like about UFC is we have a pretty uh, a pretty good model here going. And we're not you know we're not reinventing the wheel. But what I look for is a younger fighter, a taller fighter, a longer reach, and also a line move in their favor. If I can check off all those boxes, um, then to me, that's a bet worth making. Uh, the line move in their favor tells you Sharps are betting it because really, um, you know, public does bet UFC, but of course odds, you know, odds makers are moving numbers because of pros. Uh, so a line move tells you that you got some money on that, on that uh, fighter. Younger is always better when you're in the ring. Uh, ideally, if you can get a five-year age gap or more, that's that's also really big. Um and then taller, and you know they—they pretty much all weigh the same, but taller and longer reach. So all matches: Sanhagen, New Plessis, Barbosa. Great uh, UFC night. We got another UFC bout, another uh, another fight night coming up this Saturday. So get ready. And for my my fighters, my guys who love UFC, guess what? In a couple weeks, we have um, Gaethje and Khabib, which is going to be the 24th, I believe. So can't wait. That they're like the ultimate two heavyweights. That's going to be awesome. Uh, but now let's uh, let's reset the stage, guys. Let's talk about some NFL Sunday bets. We're gonna talk some high-level betting trends. Uh, what do we see from yesterday? What do we cash? What do we not? Uh, how can we learn and get better from uh, the experience of not only betting but tracking uh, odds all week? What can we learn from that? I Have a teachable moment with the Bears. With uh, sorry, with the Browns game, Browns Colts that I want to talk about. Uh, but before we get into it. Uh, before we do our full breakdown of uh, yesterday's NFL Sunday, good day for sharps and unders uh, start to f- started to fight back, which was nice. Uh, we got to reset the stage as always. So thank you for tuning in. Another day, another dollar. Another week begins here. We're in uh, early to mid October, so leaves are changing in New England. It's getting a little colder out, um, but I uh, but it's football season and it's betting season. So I'm feeling great, guys. Um, also want to give a shout out real quick. Anyone who um, bet the under in the NBA Finals last night. Congrats to the Lakers. Uh, if you had a Lakers series price, I knew that was a little, little low. So they were able to get a uh, unit on the Lakers series price. But they rolled 106.93, and that under was a, uh, a classic under. Uh, late in series, got, you know, players are tired. You can see it on their on their faces and in their legs. It fell uh, 216 or 215 down to 214. So you saw a bunch of smart money drop that number. I for able to get the under in uh, yesterday Laker game. Heat. That was a a nice hit as well. Um, But we can now get rid of NBA. Uh, NHL is over. So we're gonna go balls to the wall with football and let's crush the end of baseball. And believe it or not, guys, to get you excited, I believe we're only about I don't have an exact number for you. I gotta talk to my guy Greg Peterson, Greg Hoops Peterson at Vieson. But college basketball is not very far off. Let me just let me just plant that little seed in the back of your head. And if you haven't done college basketball before, it is one of my favorite sports, so I can't wait. So, uh, yeah, football uh, is going to be our focus here. Let's let's finish strong with MLB. Let's continue to grind MMA. Uh, NBA and NHL is, is over, but get ready because we got college hoops coming back. Uh, so, with that being said, thanks again for tuning in. Reminder, guys, we have so much going on at VEASAN. Um, and really just the, you know, I'm so honored to do the podcast and Lombardi Line and, you know, guest host Betting Across America and all that and write the newsletter. We have so much more that we offer at Veasan, so um, I would love for you guys to take full advantage of everything that we do. Because I love our team, uh, and the thing I love about Veasan and why I'm so happy to work for Veasan. And you know, when I went, when I got laid off, um, my previous employer, um, the Action Network. You know, I, I was like searching, where do I go? You know, who do I? Obviously, you know, I have to get an offer, but who do I want to work for? And it was Veasan because everyone at Veasan, you know, win, lose or draw, everyone wins bets, everyone loses bets, but these are just Girls and guys, the whole crew, who are so laser-focused and addicted in a good way to betting um, and shoot shoot it straight to you. We're not selling picks. We're not touting. We're getting deep into how wise guys make bets and providing all the content information for then you to decide what you want to do. So we present you with all the facts, the info. There will be opinions. You know, on this Market Insights pod, we try to stick to, um, you know, line movement and taking away the opinion but regardless, everyone who works here, there's no touting. There's no scandy, scamby capping. There's no Vegas Dave. It's just sports betting every day with people who are dedicated and trying to win and have experience at winning. So that's why I like it. It's just working with, with real, true, wise guys and handicappers. And I've already learned a ton. Um, I've been here um, a year and a month now, which is crazy. But um, you know, I thought I knew a lot about betting, and now I'm starting to work with Maddie humans and Michael Lombardi and Paulie and Mitch and all these guys, Gil Alexander, and I'm learning a lot. Um, so it's just awesome. But remember at VEASAN, uh, we have so much more to offer. We have a special going on right now. It's called the football mid season special, $130. I know it's a lot of money, but it's, uh, it's going to get you everything we do Our all access membership from now until the Super Bowl. So it's our best promo right now. It will get you, um, every single, um, points for weekly magazine. It will get you all the betting guides it will get you uh, all the afternoon emails for the, from uh, with all the best bets from all the uh, guests and hosts, which by itself will pay for the membership. I like seeing the email every day. And my guy, Bill Addy almost has multiple emails if there's more bets. Uh, but I like seeing if I'm on the same side or a different side than the cappers that I respect. So that always helps me. You also get replays of all the programming. You get all the uh, the inside info, live odds, everything that we offer. So if you go to vsun.com slash subscribe, you have a seven-day free trial, and then if you like it, 130 bucks from now until the Super Bowl, which is a great deal. Um, and then also remember, get on Twitter. Twitter's where it's at. Twitter, Twitter is the best way to stay uh, plugged into the sports betting market in the industry in real time. Looking at breaking injuries, where you can beat some late movement, late lines that haven't moved yet. You see an injury take place. Um, follow beat reporters for every team. Get the uh, you know not only the the play-by-play but the color for local teams, local schools. Uh, and also follow all the sports books, create a gambling community uh, of, of fellow bettors that you can direct message and you can direct message me, talk about games. I'm always here to help any way that I can. But get on Twitter. And the first thing you do when you're on Twitter, follow at VEASANLIVE. That is the handle for VEASAN. And we, we tweet out uh, great stuff. And we're getting close to 60,000 followers, and that's a, tra- that's a travesty to me. It should be well over 100K. Um, so like, retweet, all that, all that good stuff. Uh, comment, get the engagements up, uh, and tweeting out just you know short two-minute clips of uh, game breakdowns, guests, all that. It's it's really really beneficial. Uh, and then also you can follow me on Twitter at Josh underscore Insights, I N S I G H uh, T S, and you can always direct message me, hit me up. Uh, it's always likes, uh, tweets, all that. Much appreciated. And then remember, uh, last of all, um, if you want to reach out. Uh, in you know greater length, or you want to say hello, introduce yourself. Let me know uh, what you think about the pod, what you like, what you don't like, uh, comments, suggestions, ways we can improvement, um, or you just want to say hi, uh, whatever it may be. I'm always here, and I, I like knowing who's listening, and I like knowing uh, I like knowing my, my fellow betters here. So you can always uh, email me, Josh at vsin.com. So with that being said, let's do a recap of NFL Week Five. So fantastic day in the NFL, guys, yesterday. What I liked right off the bat, um, so I didn't – let me rephrase this. I didn't like that we had some postponed games. um, But what I did like is the fact that we only had 11 games to bet on yesterday. So, you you know, typically NFL Sunday, we're getting 14 games, um, even 15 sometimes. But the fact that all, you know, automatically had a couple games, you know, off the board because of, you know, COVID positives and things being pushed back, I, that automatically made me feel good because anytime I see a board that's smaller than usual, I feel I like it because that means the public has fewer games to spread their their public money across. So they're going to overlap on all the same games. They're going to bet on all the same games. It's easier. You're going to see ticket counts that are higher for each individual game just because there's fewer to choose from, uh, and that creates more value to, to go contrarian and bet against the public. So um, that was automatically a good sign and a good thing, you know, to look out for right from the start. So some high-level trends just from yesterday uh, before we get into each game and see if we can pick apart the bones and what we can learn from. Uh, but we did see favorites go 8-3 and three straight up yesterday, 6-5 and five against the spread. Um, but you did have a bunch of dogs that cash. So dogs went 5-6 and six ATS. We had three outright winners, Raiders, Dolphins, Panthers, all were massive hits that we talked about throughout the week and on Lombardi Line. Um, but one thing that I want to mention to you guys, which is really, really interesting and continues to cash in on a really good day yesterday, is road teams. So road teams yesterday went 7-4 and four against the spread. So that could be a road favorite or a road dog. It's just that you're the visitor. 7-4 ATS for the road team. They're now 41-34 and 34 against the spread this year. That's 55%. Um, why is that important? It's important because of this weird COVID year. This isn't a regular year the difference is all of these stadiums either have no fans or limited fans so why does that benefit the road team it's pretty obvious guys you don't have the roaring raucous crowd you're not going into a hostile environment um, you know it's more of a practice type environment you don't have the crowd getting on you when it's you know third and third and six and you know usually the, the place goes nuts and you can't hear anything and you have a you know a false start or you you know you miss the snap count or um, you know you have a delay game that's not happening because the the home crowd is not there. So that's been a big advantage to road teams. And you got to remember the betting public um, they still have it in their heads that I bet I like favorites, I like home teams. But really, with what we're seeing this year is road teams do very well. So remember that road teams have an increased advantage. They're actually covering uh, around a fifty-five percent clip this year, and usually they're around fifty-one percent. So road teams are up four percent in the COVID year. Uh, the key though, guys is looking for road teams with a line move in their favor. So when I talk a line move in their favor, you need the line to move at least a half point toward that road team. So that road team can go from plus six down to plus five and a half, or plus seven down to plus six. Or if they're a road favorite, minus three up to minus three and a half. If you're a road team, you combine the lack of home field advantage with the line move. And again, guys, line moves are caused by sharp betters who have the respect of the books, and when they put down money, they're moving numbers. Uh, Road teams of the line moving in their favor at least a half point, went 5-2 ATS yesterday. They're now 22-13 against the spread this year, 63%. So those are just the little things that we want to continue to pick up on and continue to grind uh, throughout the season. Um, We did see also uh, with totals, it was a good day for totals. Um, The funny thing was I was looking at the, uh, and a lot of people gave me some shit on Twitter about it, but um, I was looking at the Vegas-Kansas City game as a sharp under. Public over. Uh, sharp money under total fell 56 to 54 54 and a half Winds were blowing about 15 miles an hour divisional under that dropped all my system matches and they score uh, 72 points so that one didn't work out but unders did have their first winning sunday uh you saw unders go six and five yesterday again you know for four weeks here we've had uh overs just just crush every single week and we're starting to see that regression i love seeing it so you had unders are you, sorry, you had overs cashing around 60% through four weeks. And yesterday, the first winning day for unders. So that's a great sign that we're looking at a little regression here. These numbers got jacked up, jacked up, jacked up because the public blindly kept hitting the overs and winning. Uh, and now we're getting some shaded lines, inflated lines, and uh, it's very good to see. So it was a good bounce back uh, for unders. Uh, now let's run the board and talk about each game and what we can take from it. So first one, Carolina-Atlanta. Massive hit for us on Carolina. This was a blueprint play, guys. I love seeing this. We talked about Carolina all week long. Uh, what do we like about Carolina? Um, Atlanta opened as a three-and-a-half point favorite. Atlanta was getting a slight majority of bets, um, more than half the tickets, yet we saw that line fall. Three-and-a-half, it got all the way down to one. Uh, some books even got close to a pick'em, and it came back up a little bit, uh, some, just some natural buyback. Um, however, opened Carolina plus three-and-a-half, down to two-and-a-half it closed at, no Julio Jones. Carolina wins outright, 23-16. So, great hit if you're on Carolina. That also matches a road divisional dog, uh, which we always like, and especially this COVID year. And that also matches a road team with a line move in their favor this year, hitting 63%. Remember, road team went 3.5 to 2.5. So, a great hit on Carolina, one of the best of the day. How about the Vegas Raiders? The Raiders were massive. Everyone laid the points there with KC. Great contrarian hit. Raiders came to play, 140-32, to one straight up. Uh, Just awesome. KC opened at around minus 12, got up to 13, 13 and a half. But then again, guys, teachable moment. Last couple days, Friday, Saturday, leading up to Sunday, Vegas started to drop, drop, drop. They went from 13 all the way down to 10, uh, some 10 and a half or 10, depending on the book. Uh, So Raiders cash plus 400 money line. uh, Obviously that over flew over, but teachable moment, Vegas, late line move in the week, contrarian, Divisional dog on the road. Again, that's a road uh, team with a line move, so Vegas was able to cash. Uh, someone's got to stop me from betting Washington, uh, the football team. I had them. They were sharp as nine a 9.5 down to 7. Uh, Rams rolled in that one, 30 to 10. So that one annoyed me, uh, so the public got the Rams. Uh, Jacksonville-Houston uh, lost that one. That, I was on Jacksonville. Uh, you saw Houston open 6.5, got down to 5.5. But then, about an hour before the game uh, started, and this is what worried me, you saw Houston minus five and a half up to minus six and a half. Some looks got close to seven. So that late movement towards Houston is what definitely um, scared you off on game day. The public got Houston, so we'll chalk it up to that. Uh, same thing with the Jets. Uh, someone please uh, just tell me not to bet the, the football team or the Jets. Uh, but the public rolled there with Arizona as well. Uh, another 30 to 10 score like the, uh, the Rams score. Uh, over Washington, but Arizona, they opened minus 7.5, minus 8. They got down to 7. That was a sharp play of the Jets. But I tell you what, guys, I am going to tell you right now, I'm going to make an announcement. Even if the Jets are, su- are super sharp, I'm going to lay off them. I'm not going to blindly fade them, but until they prove to me that they can cover a game, this goes against a lot of my beliefs, these bad teams you want to bet on because they have a lot of value, but the Jets, how many times can they take money from me? Uh, and I just keep keep giving them money. It's just ridiculous. They're an awful team, um, so I couldn't get that one. Uh, Philly, Pittsburgh, that was a tough beat. I was on Philly. Uh, that was seven. Here's a little teachable thing. You know, it was seven all week, and then it got to seven and a half, and they, they held the hook out there. Uh, and I got Philly seven and a half, and I like getting the hook, but um, Pittsburgh did win. They scored a late touchdown. It was 31-29 late, and then Pittsburgh scored a touchdown. So I would consider that somewhat of a bad beat on Philly which annoyed me since uh, Baltimore uh, I was leaning Cincy there uh, Baltimore rolled 27 to three but it was a divisional under that drop sharp line moved to the under um, but that opened minus 13 got down to 12 but then again game time you saw it come back uh, get back up to 12 and a half so Baltimore rolled uh, and then we had a string of sharp plays to end the night uh, how about the Miami Dolphins anyone take Miami yesterday Miami was a late evolving play for me um the line didn't come out until later in the week because garoppolo uh, was kind of we were waiting on him uh but that line opened san fran minus eight and a half minus nine got down to seven and a half so if you took miami great hit there i was able to get them late i just kind of liked that movement um so miami cashed straight up 43 17 great hit bearing the lead how about the g men the g men from new york baby great hit one of my favorite hits of the day yesterday Uh, Only getting a third of bets. Massive contrarian play. Everyone on Dallas. Me and Michael Lombardi were all over the G-men all week. Open plus nine and a half, down to plus seven and a half. They lose by three. They should have won the game. Uh, Awful injury to Dak Prescott. His ankle snapped. So uh, prayers to him. That was just awful. Um, But that was a road division dog. Road line move. Super contrarian. Super, super sharp RLM. G-men lost by three but covered the seven and a half. Fantastic. Uh, India-Cleveland. I ended up laying off this game, guys, and this is a teachable moment. Uh, Indy open—it was a Pick'em. It went to Indy minus two and a half early in the week, and then late it flipped to Pick'em, and then Cleveland minus one. Cleveland ended up winning 32-23. I actually took the over in that game. It was like my only total of the day, um, or one of only a couple. I liked that it rose 47 to 48 and a half, and tickets were even. I had some good stuff on uh, just like pace and scoring. Um, I don't know if anyone took the over in Cleveland, but. The teaching moment here is if you don't see a clear edge, lay off. Number one, number two, if you're dying to bet something, where's the late movement breaking? The the thing with Cleveland that I liked is that um, anytime once they got up to two and a half, it just fell, fell, and continued to move in their favor. There was no buyback on Indy whatsoever. Uh, Indy was at one point a very sharp, uh, you know, kind of contrarian favorite, and the line evolved through the week. So this is important where. Early in the week, don't like fall in love with a team and let your bias seep in and say, I'm going to take Indy, 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 Indy. Let the, let the market evolve and tell you where late money is coming in, late money most meaningful. So Cleveland going to minus one late, that was indicative, uh, and they, they were able to cover and win that game. Um, also, if you're looking at those short spreads, I go money line usually in that situation. Uh, but last game of the night, how about the Vikings, baby? Uh, Russell Wilson pulled another rabbit out of his hat. But the Vikings, a great hit. It was a great end to the night, guys. And it was also uh, able to, um, uh, depending on what number you got, that over, uh, or sorry, the under in that game, it was really sharp. It opened at, like, 57, got down to 54. Um, it landed on uh, landed on 53, which is nice if you took it. But Minnesota, open plus plus seven and a half, seven 7, down to 6.5, sharp reverse line move, conchurian most heavily back game of the night. Great hit there late with the Vikes. Um, so that's wrapping up our, uh, our recap of yesterday. Remember, just things to keep in mind moving forward. Road teams, road teams with a line move in their favor, late action coming in uh, like we did see there with that Cleveland Browns example. Uh, and, again, those contrarian reverse line moves in heavily bet games are always, always meaningful. We saw it with the Giants. We saw it with uh, Minnesota. We saw it with Miami. Um, we saw it with the Vegas Raiders. We saw it with Carolina. So uh, good, good week and a good NFL Sunday, guys. I hope you guys cashed as well. Um, We're going to take a very, very short break. When we get back, we're going to break down Monday Night Football. We're also going to talk some MLB. And uh, we're going to keep grinding like we always do on a Monday, starting off a new week. So stick with us for the second half of the pod on a Monday with the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your host, your buddy, the guy you love sweating games with, with me, Josh Applebaum. be right back, guys. Stick with us.
3: I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: All right, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. Let's finish up strong here, second half of the pod. Uh, so let's talk about our Monday Night Football game tonight, guys. We are supposed to have two, Denver, New England. I'm worried about my Patriots. I don't know when they're going to play again. I'm going through withdrawal. Uh, but maybe it helps and we get Cam Newton back. Uh, because if we're going with Stidham, Stidham and Hoyer, it's going to be a long year. Uh, but Chargers and New Orleans, only one game tonight. Again, I was looking forward to two, but in fact, we only have one. That's a good advantage to going contrarian, only one game to get all the action tonight, take advantage of public bias. Uh, but Chargers and New Orleans, so what are we looking at for this game, guys? Uh, a little background here, Monday Night Football. So we got the young stud, Justin Herbert, top pick out of Oregon against the grizzled vet, Drew Brees. Uh, after posting a week one win over the Bengals, the Chargers, who are 1-3 straight up, 3-1 ATS, though. They're covering numbers. They've dropped three straight. Uh, they fell the Bucks 38-31 last week. We did cover. Remember that? We got the 7.5 of the hook. Always so meaningful. Uh, Saints 2-2 two two, straight up in ATS. Uh, they bounced back from a two-game losing skid, and they beat the Lions 35-29 last week. They covered as a three-point favorite. Uh, Chargers, they're minus 12 in point differential this season. Saints are dead even at zero. So what are you looking for this game? So, number one, New Orleans Saints, big public team at home. I know there's no fans, but in the Superdome, Uh, this is a public play tonight to New Orleans. It's not crazy lopsided, but a slight majority of bets on the Saints. But I tell you what, guys, I'm seeing sharp action on Justin Herbert and the L.A. Chargers. This game opened, depending on where you're looking, uh, we'll say minus 7.5 was the majority consensus opener. Saints at home, minus 7.5. Uh, It got up to 8, even 8.5 at some shops throughout the week, um, even yesterday. And over the last 24 hours, guys, teachable moment, all the smart money is pouring in on the L.A. Chargers. The Saints got up to 8.5, and and now this line is all the way down to 7. So over the past 24 hours, Chargers money has come in, hit the Chargers, plus 8.5, plus 7.5, even plus 7. The line is now down to the key number of 7. I think this line may even go to 6.5. I'm seeing some shops – really juice up the plus seven to minus 120. Remember, look at the juice. Anytime you see high juice, and high juice is minus 115, minus 120, or more, that means that the liability is on that side, and the next thing that's going to happen is the line is going to move a half point toward that side. So juice up to the Chargers. Looks like it's going to fall to six and a half. I really would like to get the seven here. I think the seven is key. Obviously, it's a key number, uh, most key number. Um, But I'm looking at the Chargers plus seven. Uh, they are uh, a road team, a road team with a line move, again, another system match. And you also have a contrarian spot with a reverse line move. So Chargers, smart money tonight. Um, I'm going Chargers uh, with at seven. The other thing I like, Clay Martin is the, the lead official tonight. Clay Martin, kind of a young guy, but he is a big uh, road referee, which bodes well for the Chargers. Home teams are 10-24 and 24 against the spread when Clay Martin is the lead ref. That's 29%. That's 61% ETS to the road team. So good sign there for the Chargers. Um, Again, a road line move, uh, buying low, primetime, heavily bet game, contrarian, sharp action to the Chargers, go Chargers, plus seven. Uh, I'm looking a little bit to the under. Uh, The under is intriguing to me. It opened at 52. Uh, It's down to 50, and you have two-thirds of bets taking the over, expecting a high-scoring affair here. So even though you have big betting on the over, the total has fallen. Um, Martin is a little bit to the under, 56%, which is not bad. I, I, I worry a little bit. You lost some value here. A lot of the smart money moves that I saw in the under were at 52 and 51 and a half. It's now at 50, uh, but that under has taken in some sharp money. I also like the fact that um, with the Saints, uh, Michael Thomas is out for this game, but it's not because of an injury. Um, he got in a fight with a teammate in practice. I'm like, what are you doing, Thomas? But I'm happy about that because I'm on the Chargers. So uh, star wide receiver for the Saints will not play in this game. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at the chargers tonight, plus seven, try to get that key number of seven. If you jumped on them seven and a half or better, you're feeling even, even better about that beating a closing number. Uh, but that is a good sharp play on a Monday night to the chargers. So go Herbert, keep it close. How about a three point loss? What do you say guys? How about a 24, 21 loss? How about you just win the damn game straight up? Uh, go chargers tonight. And my girlfriend is from San Diego and, uh, her and her whole family are still bitter that the chargers left San Diego. So do it, do it for, uh. Do it for the GF and her family tonight. Go Chargers. It's funny. I can only, I ask her to name two uh, NFL players. She knows Brady and she knows Junior Seau. Those are the only those are the only players she knows. Uh, but go Chargers. Do it for the team tonight. Let's talk a little MLB. Finish up the pod here, guys. Um, so what are we looking at for today? Uh, two games. So series prices. I don't know if anyone um, bet Houston yesterday. I took Houston. They're a really sharp play um they went from plus 140 down to plus 115 super sharp move to houston they lost two to one so that annoyed me um tampa bay i don't know what it is about they just find ways to win it's just crazy um did get the under in that one it fell eight and a half to eight so uh split but lost the juice um what are we looking at here for houston tampa bay this is game two so tampa bay is now a minus 345 favorite to win the series at bet mgm houston is plus 270. Um, I'm seeing a little bit of value in Houston. Public's on Tampa Bay. They're getting two-thirds of bets. But I'm seeing this line fall uh, a little bit toward Houston. So I'm going to I'm gonna continue to monitor this. If this line moves further to Houston, uh, I'll be grabbing them. Um, this is a 4 o'clock game. They open around plus 120, and they're down to plus 115. So that would be a short-road dog line move. They're also a uh, short-road dog with not really a high total, but – um, I have some systems here, uh, contrarian teams in the ALCS and uh, the AL, um, ALCS and NLCS, the championship series, they do pretty well uh, when they're short on the road, undervalued um, contrarian. So I'm, I'm leaning a little bit Houston. Uh, I like the under, though. Um, I don't know if anyone is looking at the under, but it's an, a total of eight. I got a lot of matches here on the under. Remember, seven and a half or higher uh, with a total. The under does very well, historically, uh, about 54 and a half percent. I've seen a little smart money hit the under eight. Uh, Jeff Nelson is the home plate on piece, 52% to the under, uh, which we don't mind. And the under of eight is being juiced up to minus 115. Um, I I saw one book open eight and a half in fall. I don't really think that it was really available everywhere. But all liabilities on the under here. So I'm intrigued by the under. Um, Dodgers in Atlanta, game two. Uh, So basically for that first game, monitor it. If you see that line, continue to move to Houston. Uh, Houston will become a play for me, uh, and I'm looking at the under in that one as well. Uh, Remember, that Tampa-Houston game is played at Petco Park in San Diego. Wind is blowing in a little bit. It's going to be a nice day, 80 degrees clear. Uh, must be nice living in sunny San Diego. Uh, But wind is blowing in, so I'm leaning a little bit to the under there. Atlanta and the Dodgers, 8 o'clock game. This is going to be a great series. Uh, Two really good teams. I'm excited to to see it take place here today. Um, I put a series bet on the Dodgers to win this series. Uh, they were minus 220 at my sports book to win the series. I like the Dodgers to advance in this one. I love Atlanta, but uh, to me that's a low series price. That's going to get higher and higher. So I, if you are interested in a series bet, I like the Dodgers. Um, also make sure you sign up for the VEASAN newsletter because, um, guy Derek Cardi, who's been doing some really good stuff for VEASAN. He had a breakdown of, he liked the series price on the Dodgers. So uh, it's always good to put in a series bet and hopefully cash and, You wait out, then you get the money. It's always nice. Um, Make sure you have the liquidity to be able to do that sort of thing. Uh, But I took a shot on the Dodgers' series price. Atlanta's plus 180. Um, Shop around, too, because maybe you'll get a better number. Uh, I got 220, and maybe you'll get a 215 or something. Uh, Look at today's game, Atlanta and the Dodgers. This one is intriguing to me. Uh, Public is obviously on the Dodgers here. You got to remember, though, um, favorites this postseason are 24 and 10, 71%. So, again, I, I I love these dogs. I love the plus money. I love betting against the public. But it's been very chalky thus far in the playoffs. Um, I am looking at Atlanta, though. One thing that I, I do like is this line is moving a little bit toward Atlanta. Uh, so you have the Dodgers open around minus 145, and now the line is down to minus 135. So this line is falling a little bit to the Braves. Um, you're also seeing you know Atlanta go 135 down to plus 125. So keep an eye out for that. Um, the one thing I would Also, worry a little bit is Dodgers are great against lefties, and they got it's Freed against Bueller. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned the first game is McCullers against Morton, Uh, but Freed is a lefty. Dodgers are 15 and 5 against lefties. Uh, But the Atlanta Wood match is a road contrarian dog uh, with a line move in their favor, so keep an eye out for that. If you do end up taking both dogs today, um, if you can get one of them, if you can go one and one, you're going to win about a quarter of a unit um, just based on both plus money payouts. Uh, But, again, that does go against this favorite trend. Um, But, again, a little bit of line movement to Atlanta. If you see that continue, Atlanta could become a play. And another under opportunity here, guys. The total open at 8. It stayed at 8. Do you get an 8.5? I don't think so. Um, It opened – the funny thing, it opened 8, juiced up over, and now it is uh, still a little over, but it's coming back down a little bit. Uh, I would really have liked it at the under 8.5 in this one. Totals, I think, to me, are going to be very valuable uh, in, the, in this Final Four-type series. Um, but if you can get an 8.5, if you see that happen, a lot of these 8s are juiced up. Um, minus 115 still. If it goes to 8.5, to me, you're going to have an opportunity to get an under 8.5. And, um, and that's put, this game is played at Globe Life Field, the Rangers' new stadium. As of now, roof is open, but wind is blowing in. That's been a good stadium uh, this season for Unders. Just keep an eye on that. Um, but both these games, again, these are games that I'm going to monitor throughout the day. So join us on Lombardi line. Let's see where some of this late action breaks. Dogs are having some movement. Unders are having some value. Uh, but we got to make sure we're, we're on the right side when these late moves come in. Uh, but that is about it. Another day, another dollar. We're grinding like we always do. Remember, guys, uh, after a great weekend like this past weekend, two things. Number one, if you did very well, don't get cocky. Don't get arrogant. Don't get... Uh, Loosey goosey with your uh, with your bankroll management and bet every game because you feel hot. Stick with the strategy, trust the process, flat betting, one unit bet trust not bet to win. Three percent of your bankroll per play. The only teasers we bet are two team six pointers um, and no parlays. Um, even though you guys parlayed all three UFC picks and actually won. Um, but that being said, stick with it. Uh, it's always great to preface that after a good weekend. Uh, but I love this past weekend, and uh, hopefully it sets up for a good week here. And then number two, I think you guys got a little extra dough in your pocket. I think you got I think you got a couple units this weekend. I think you're feeling good. And you know what you can do with a couple extra units in your pocket? You can spend a half a unit on my book. Get my book. Make me very happy. Make my publishers happy. Uh, let me know that you enjoy the pod and, and you think it's useful information. Uh, you can buy my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It uh, has everything that I've learned, about 200 pages worth of information um, working in the industry the last uh, the last decade or so here. Bankroll management, tips and strategies for all the major sports, uh, how to go contrarian, how to find sharp sharp action, how to read line movement, how to place a bet in person, shop for the best number, tips and strategies, all the major sports. All of that is included in my book. So if you wanted to get it, that would make, mean a lot to me, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Uh, but have a, have, a, uh, have a great day, guys. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. When you walk into the bar and everyone has their Russell Wilson jersey on and they are going nuts holding Seattle minus seven tickets, you just quietly sip your adult beverage, maybe get some onion rings, uh, maybe get a nice burger, maybe bring your significant other with you, and you quietly uh, wear your Kirk Cousins jersey and smile and uh, and show them your plus seven ticket at the end of the night. Uh, but have a great day, everyone. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Uh, stick with it. Always be with the house. Always be with the pros. Uh, bet against average Joes who bet, against, who bet with uh, gut instinct and bias. And uh, and just keep grinding. Beat the closing number and just grind, grind, grind. That is the name of the game to win and be successful long term, betting on sports or, as we like to say, investing in sports. So, see you guys in Lombardy Line. We'll be back at it Tuesday. Uh, and I uh, hope you have a fantastic night. Go, Chargers. Good luck, guys. I'll see you tomorrow.